This is episode 88 for Tuesday, February 28th, 2017, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week, we will be discussing Style 7B, Alt Beer. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Chris, and together with Travis, Sawyer, and Eddie, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Brew underscore Styles. Drop by our website, BrewStyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. Well, welcome back, everybody, and welcome to our viewers on Facebook Live. Yeah, we, are, we already have live. comments streaming so far. today, so uh, this will be interesting trying this out. I upgraded my internet, so hopefully we won't get cut out every like two minutes. Thank God. So we'll see how this goes. Yeah, that's the voice of Sawyer, joined by Sawyer today. How are you doing, Sawyer? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, this is my first beer of the day. Mine too. Uh, and uh, I'm drinking our Just the Tip. <laughs> From Iron Mash. That sounded dirty. Yeah. Well, you know, we I feel like it's just the tip. I feel like it's been a long time since we've been here. Well, it's been a couple weeks. Yeah. Because we had uh, the music convention last time. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. Iron Mash wrap up the week before. So, yeah. 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 We spent uh, about a week or less than a week down in San Antonio. And we had talked about trying to do a remote episode at one of the new breweries down there. Yeah. Because, um, man, it is really the scene there is blown up within the past two, three years. Um, For sure. Used to, when we'd go down to San Antonio, we'd go to Freetail, because that was basically mm-hmm. all there was, and then Blue Star, the uh, place just down from uh, from downtown, and that was it. But then all these other places started popping up, but um, we really haven't visited any of them. So we actually did go to one that we'd never been to. It was called Southerly Brewing yep. in San Antonio. It was interesting. It was a really cool part of town. I'd never been there. Yeah. You know, it's really like kind of upbeat, uh, trendy, lots of young people, uh, families walking around. I wasn't all that impressed with what they offered us. Yeah. The food was good, though. Yeah. I, we had a, a sampler platter of like cornbread, cheese, mm. cheesy jalapeno grits. That's uh, cool. Shrimp, macaroni and cheese. Ooh. And there was one other. Was there three? I think it was just three. It was really good, though. I liked the food. Was this Saturday night? Um, you had already left by this point. Yeah, yeah I was put... So, so I think it was Saturday night. Long story short, Dennis wanted to stay behind and play at a jazz club that night. And so he put me in charge of driving the truck and trailer back. <laughs> thanks, so, Dennis. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and if you're listening, thanks, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of glad we didn't actually do an episode there because it would have just been... Beer after beer, or like felt like work. Well, <laughs> yeah, I I like to enjoy my beers, and it, we tried to schedule something. It just felt like we were trying to schedule something. If that makes any sense. Yeah. yeah. 
but anyway. That's cool. That's cool. I wish I could have been there. Yeah. So I was also joined, we're joined by Travis today. How are you doing, Travis? Yes. I'm doing very well, <laughs> actually. Thank you very much. I did some remodeling at my house. Well, remodeling, quotation marks. I moved my kegerator into a different room. What? Yeah, it's not in the kitchen anymore? No. I moved it yeah. back to the computer room. So it's <laughs> yeah. 100% my man cave. There you so go. I can be at the computer, playing video games or whatever. And then I turn to my left, and there's the mini fridge that has bottles. I turn to my right, and then there's the kegerator. So you don't even have to get up to get another beer? Well, I do have to get up. Oh. But Roll it next to your... <laughs> right next to your chair so you just reach over and man i wish i had room for that that'd be cool i'd put my kegerator in my man cave yeah i it's neat i like it it really opens the space up there's so much more room for activities <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the closer that i get to um kind of designing where stuff's gonna go and our on our new property the more i'm worried about the trek i'm gonna have to make out to my workshop to get a beer so i need to find a a, a low-key kind of situation maybe a kegerator I, if i can do something smaller than that more low-key than that to have like a house beer so i don't have to walk all the way out to the shop you know hashtag first world problems but yeah. <laughs> sounds like you're gonna start bottling again because <sighs> if it's raining then that's bad no. yeah if you're home on a snow day and you're like yes i don't have to get out crap i have to get out i have to walk no, the hundred yards. It's gonna <laughs> actually. That's why you build you build your house up high off the ground, yeah. like on stilts, mm-hmm. and then build a uh, like a, a slope of snow, and you could just well, that tube would be down one way. To the, How the did shop. I get back up with my beer? Oh, that sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> well, if your beer's in the shop, why would you want to go back to the house? Oh yeah, true. Because the house would be heated if it's snowing. It's anyway. This is getting too. <laughs> It's exciting. <laughs> Plan so, engineering in here. I have yeah. some I have some things to work out with that, but anyway. <laughs> well, uh, thanks to our listeners and thanks to everybody who's watching on Facebook Live right now. Uh, we got some more comments on our uh, web page yeah. this week. Uh, somebody's listening to our our Imperial IPA episode, and uh, oh, yeah. they were talking about what Imperial meant because that was a, a hot topic of discussion. Uh, it's not like the store <laughs> <laughs> but anyway we appreciate the comments and and love to talk beer oh, so <laughs> i see what you did there <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so if you're listening and you do have a, a thought or a comment feel free to either post it on the episode or send us an email or or whatever we all have email addresses or our name chris sawyer and travis at brewstyles.com you can email us that way to be honest i never checked that oh mine's on my phone just put it on the Facebook page. <laughs> I'd like too. to get things other than like uh, spam and porn. <laughs> yeah. Every week I delete about 30 different spam messages about, you know, you have great content on your page. Yeah. I love this content. I, <laughs> it's you, like so generic. Yeah. Maybe I should log into mine then because I haven't checked it since the first time you told me about that. Yeah. So that ought to be interesting. Need to have keep like up, an, Sawyer. need to have an episode about that stuff. That'd be funny. Also, write a review on iTunes. Yeah, please. Tell Absolutely. What you Say whatever you, us, you want. Just give Just us five stars. stars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right, so uh, what are we talking about today? Well, today we're talking about Seven Bay mm. Alt Beer. Uh, fantastic. Oh, yeah, it is truly fantastic. Um, all right, so getting on with that, the guidelines. <clears throat> Sorry, that didn't sound very good. <laughs> Overall impression. 
More like guidelines. Guidelines. (laughs) (laughs) All of my drops always end with that laugh. Yes, for good reason. (laughs) All right. Overall impression. A well-balanced, well-attenuated, bitter yet malty, clean and smooth amber to copper-colored German beer. The bitterness is balanced by the malt richness, but the malt intensity and character can range from moderate to high. The bitterness increases with the malt richness. Aroma. No, I do not want to copy and paste. Aroma. (laughs) Clean yet robust and complex aroma of grainy rich malt and spicy hops with restrained, low to medium low, fruity esters. The malt character reflects German-based malt varieties with rich baked bread and nutty toasty bread crust notes. All right. The hop aroma may vary from moderate to low and can have a peppery, spicy, floral, herbal, or perfumey character associated with the Cesar-type hops. That would be Saz. <laughs> Dang Saz- it! Sazer. All right, let me go ahead and take a drink. <laughs> or are we doing that? <laughs> I like that in a lot of German styles, you get that bread crust. Because we've seen that mm-hmm. before. Yeah. I think Munich Dunkel was one of those. Mm-hmm. Liquid bread. Yeah. 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 Or like toasted, toasted bread. Yeah. And always the floral, herbal, perfumey hops. Mm-hmm. Or Sazer. What did you say? Cesar. 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 <laughs> the raging hop engages the Imperial, I know. Wasn't that the uh like the the god from Ghostbusters? Uh no, that was Gozer. Oh that's right. I can't remember. I am Gozer. <laughs> All right. Her sister was Sazer. Cesar. Uh. <laughs> Cesar. Ap- I don't know. <laughs> Appearance. I almost said appearance again. <laughs> appearance. It's happened before. I know. Well, Appearances. I oh, that was not you. Actually. No, I know it wasn't me. I always did it to make fun of that said person. Sure. The color ranges from light amber to deep cupper. Wow. Deep. <laughs> cupper. <sighs> Take another drink. Gonna, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's try that again. Appearance. The color ranges from light amber to deep copper. Hammer. <laughs> That you said, <laughs> man, you really you can't English today on the struggle bus. I am on the struggle bus. <sighs> the color ranges from light amber to deep copper color. There we go. Huh. Stopping short of brown, bronze orange is most common. Brilliance, clarity, thick, creamy, long-lasting, off-white head. Brown. Good job. Thank you. That was really hard. Flavor. Assertive hop bitterness, well-balanced by a sturdy yet clean and crisp malt character. The malt presence is moderated by medium-high to high attenuation, but considerable rich, complex, and somewhat grainy malt flavors can remain. Some fruity esters, especially cherry-like, may survive the lagering period. I'm glad I didn't say lagering period. Uh, a long-lasting, medium-dry to dry, bittersweet or nutty finish reflects both the hot bitterness and malty complexity. Spicy, peppery, or floral hop flavor can be moderate to low. No, ru- no roasted mot. <laughs> God, God, rusted. <sighs> I'm thinking about rust. English is hard. <laughs> <sighs> no roasted malt flavors or harshness. The apparent bitterness bitterness level. <laughs> is it yeah. rustic? Uh, it might be. My my English is, at least. The apparent bitterness level is sometimes masked by the malt character. 
the bitterness can seem as low as moderate if the finish is not very dry. Light sulfury or minerally character optional. Sulfur? Sulfur. Gross. Yeah. Mouthfeel. Medium bodied. Smooth. Medium to medium high carbonation, although can be lower when served from the cask. Astringency. Wow. Astringency. <laughs> I don't think you've ever had this much trouble. I I, I know uh, I haven't, unless I was just hammered. <sighs> That's you know so hammered that I have to use subtitles to talk. But you know, astringency, low to none, despite being very full of flavor, is light bodied enough to be consumed as a gravity fed session beer in its home brew pubs in Dusseldorf. Style <laughs> comparison: more bitter and malty than international amber lockers. Somewhat similar to California Common, but, oh wow, both in production technique and finished flavor and color, though not in ingredients. I'm drunk. <laughs> I might be. Vital statistics, original gangster 1044 to 1052, IBUs 25 to 50, final gangster 1008 to 1014, Sperm 11 to 17, ABV 4.3 to 5.5%. Would you like anything else? All right. I think you're done. Thank you, because my <laughs> brain is fried at this point. <laughs> it's a three-day weekend. I'm kind of turned everything no, off. I wish I had a three-day weekend. I'll be thinking about you when I drink tomorrow. And I'll be thinking about all of you checking into your beers at like 10 a.m. tomorrow, like it usually is when I'm at work. <laughs> Travis, do you have the day off tomorrow, too? I do not. I have oh. staff development. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'll be thinking about both of you. <laughs> We don't get President's Day off, I guess. Anyway, but this is February 28th, so President's Day happened last week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it, what a good day it was. Yeah. All the <laughs> very presidenting that was happening. And it's fantastic. Everybody agrees. It's tremendous. <laughs> anyway. All right, Travis, tell us some history about alt beer. There are definitely some bad hombres here today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nigel. <laughs> oh my gosh why didn't you play that after the welcome <laughs> it was huge <laughs> that's about all I can say to the matter it was huge <laughs> thank you Nigel alright yep. <clears throat> that was funny alright um, <laughs> I am very pleased to announce the uh, tremendous return of Oh, it's God. history and a hat. Double oh. H, it's history and a hat. Oh it's great, it's history and a hat. Hooray, it's history and a hat. Today. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the one I thought was coming. I thought I was going to go, today. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> All right, so it has been quite a while since we have done history and a hat. And uh, for those that are unaffiliated, uninitiated, unfamiliar... With what it is, I have a hat, and it's a new hat I got for Christmas. Oh, it is a new so hat. It's quite it's a nasty hat. No cis. It no hasn't been sweated in or lawnmowed worked out in. And then inside said hat, I have a few tips and tidbits that no uh, tips. refer this to is just the tip. our history. And uh, we need a little bit of background music. Oh, I forgot about this one. Yeah, I found a site that has a lot of other like free loops. And mm-hmm. so I might start bringing in some new music for that. Mm. One of the neat things I learned at TMEA. We should make a loop of past the peas. Oh, gosh. 
All right, so we'll go with Sawyer first. Reach in the hat, pull out our first tip. Don't touch the hat. Slash oh, I already touched the hat. Oh. You can touch it. It's clean. Yeah, it Ish. is. It looks pretty clean. No syphilis. Relatively. <laughs> he put this in really big letters. Thank you. <laughs> so you can maybe that'll it. help. <laughs> Once or twice a year, the Alt Beer Brew Pubs of Dusseldorf produce a single batch of a special Alt Beer called a Stick Alt. Stick Alt. Yeah. Stick. Stick. And so this is kind of a, a special version of the alt beer uh, that we don't have an example of today. But it is something that a lot of them make, including RAR. Their gravel road is an example of a shtick alt. I looked for that one. I did too. But I guess it's out of season? Yeah, the last time somebody checked in on Untapped was uh, like January or October even. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it might be there. We're a little late on this one, I guess. Yep. That's all right. Well, some alt beer breweries have a tradition of producing a stronger version known as shtick alt. Coming from a local dialect word meaning secret, or a Latzenbier, ancient slang for beer on a shelf. Originally a special reserve beer intended for the brewer's own consumption, it is generally a seasonal or special occasion brew and is stronger in taste and alcohol as well as darker than the brewery's standard output. These beers are brewed slightly stronger and darker, perhaps to an OG of 1056 and an IBU rating of 50, color rating of 16, and alcohol level of 5.5% by volume. And so those are the strong ones which is interesting. These alt beers often contain a good dose of caramel malt, otherwise not typical of an alt beer, and even roasted malts. Hmm. But uh, like I said, I don't believe we have an example of that. Oh, I touched the hat. It's clean. Relatively. Really? Are you going to be ready to play my drop on this one? No, because then the music (laughs) stops. I thought you could do more than one at a time. Uh, on the same, the same page. But uh, okay. Once I switch pages, it stops. I'll I'll try to say it in my that's okay. my NPR voice. A sip of alt beer is a sip of beer history itself. It's still a nice and now tasty <laughs> nod to brewing history. There it's been you go. a while since I've heard that one. <laughs> that's right, Chris. Alt beer was not created on a particular day. It evolved over centuries, even millennia. Alt means old. An allusion to the old style of brewing before lager. The modern alt beer acquired its name only in the 1800s when the Dusseldorf original became threatened by the new beer, the lagers of Bavaria and Bohemia. The first lagers had been pioneered in Bavaria in the 16th century, but they became ubiquitous in the continental Europe only in the 19th century. Before that time, in Dusseldorf, alt beer was just beer. In spite of its age, however, Dusseldorf has somehow managed to integrate its heritage with its aspirations. And its indigenous beer is living proof thereof. It's still chic and dapper and suave modern Dusseldorfs. Wait. It's still chic for dapper and suave modern Dusseldorfers to sip an alt beer from the traditional straight-sided uh, 0.2 liter, which is about a, a half pint, uh, called a stange glass. Stange or stange? I don't know. Strange. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Next. I really don't know. Oh, I get to do it twice on this one because Eddie's not oh, here. Oh, you took two. Oh, whoops. We both get to do it twice. Okay. <clears throat> Yet bigger letters again. <laughs> Bigly. In the 2008 release of the BJCP guidelines, alt beer was considered a hybrid beer. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and that was a, uh, a category that they got rid of for the 2015 release. But I understand why they had it. Uh, alt beer was included as well as, uh, what else, Kolsch, 
mm. and something else. Usually beers that are either, uh, you know, brewed with a, like, if you have an ale yeast and uh-huh. then you cool ferment it, cool condition it, or if it's a lager yeast and it's a little bit warmer than normal, that's what they consider a hybrid. I see. Mm. Um, and so this one was as well. Alt beer is usually a dark c- copper color. It is fermented at moderate temperature using a top fermenting yeast, which gives its flavor some fruitiness, but matured at cooler temperatures, which gives it a cleaner and crisper taste, more akin to lager beer styles than is the norm for top fermented beers, such as a British pale ale. Alt beer is the slowest and coolest fermented ale in the world. The greatest alt beers are fermented by specialty ale yeast at a cool 55 degrees, almost Mm. as cold as a lager. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Hey. (laughs) Oh, hey. <laughs> At least we didn't jinx on that one. And there's a reason for that, which is uh, what Chris is about to read now. I guess this is the last one. Yes. <clears throat> Many styles can be pinpointed to the region of origin. London gave us the porter. Bamberg, the Rausch beer. Dublin, the stout. Dortmund, the export. Burton, the IPA. And Cologne, the Kolsch. And Dusseldorf, the alt beer. Yes. We knew that already. The one we're talking about today. <laughs> Dusseldorf is perhaps the most un-German of German cities. Neither down nor glitzy nor jovial, it is laid back, fashionable, and cosmopolitan. Dusseldorf <laughs> is cool, both literally and metaphorically, like its signature brew. It rarely gets very hot or cold in Dusseldorf, which has important ramifications for the type of beer that one could brew there before refrigeration. So that's why they made this style, and it from it's at about 55 degrees because that's what it is most of the time in the city's altstadt old town almost every house contains a pub there are more than 200 of them crowded together in an area less than one mile square in buildings many of which date from the 13th to the 17th centuries the altstadt survived the bombings of world war ii unscathed with its cobblestone lanes it is known affectionately as the longest bar in the world and it is there you can find three of the four brew pubs that have defined the alt beer style for our age. Within a hundred yards from each other, there's the Zoom I'm sorry, the what? Fuchsian. What? And Careful. Schlussel. <laughs> I apologize to our German speakers. I am an ignorant English. Well, let me see that. Okay. Hey, yeah, because Mucian. Yeah, Hold on, let's see. Not that I'm anywhere. Beat dot dot dot. Can't say that. <laughs> Friction and <laughs> Schlüssel. Yeah. These names mean at the grouch. At the little fox and at the key. Interesting. <laughs> Schlüssel. The oldest alt beer <laughs> brew pub, Schumacher. So named after its founder, oh, we can Matthias say Schumacher, is only a 10-minute walk to the east of Altstadt. It opened in 1838. And there you have it, folks. The return of history in a hat. Yay. Thank you, thank you. I will be around for about 10 minutes to solve, uh, sign autographs. Can you turn that music off now? It's like driving me insane. My favorite part of that record, <laughs> that loop is the... And then just suddenly soft. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. <laughs> Because it never right. resolves. It's just all right. There. Well, can we drink beer now? We are. We are I, drinking beer. I am drinking well, can beer. we drink good beer? Because it's not. That's not. I good. actually would like to talk about this one. Because yeah. We haven't mentioned your version of just the tip. Yeah. How it compares to the one we released. It's at. really not bad. I'm just tired of drinking it. 
Yeah. We'll I, I have like three or two or three, sometimes four, every night trying to get rid of it. And I've been doing that since, what, December? Yeah. And it's not gone. It's like the endless pit of subpar beer. <laughs> yeah. I, it's not funky, but there's just something that's a little off about it. Just a little. I don't but know. I really can't pinpoint what the flavor is. Like it's it's dry, kind of like you'd get from a Brett aged <clears throat> beer, but you don't have any of the like funky I outdoor. Think the sage comes through a lot more on this one than it did on yours. Yes. Yeah. Probably. So did y'all do and it's, the? It's dirty, like dirt. Did y'all do the tea differently from one another? Sage we tossed in. No, the out. sage was at brew day. Yeah, I know, but I mean, I'm just thinking that the tea might have masked. The heather tips. No, it's the same. Same method. For we did the, the same thing. I did mine mm. first. Because originally we were talking about one cup of water, but as soon as I put the heather tips in that one cup of water, they soaked it all up and there was no water left. So we ended up doing three cups of water. Mm. Yeah, and I did the same. <clears throat> Interesting. So, I don't it's know. It's more plant-like. Yeah, I mean, it, I yeah, like it. Herbal. I, I like this beer. Very dry. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, maybe I'm just sick of drinking it. Well... <laughs> You got at least three glasses down here today, so. Okay. <laughs> well, now we can move on. All right. Well, I guess we'll take our break and uh, start drinking some old beer. Yeah. You know, before we move on, I completely forgot to talk about that I was at a uh, homebrew judging yesterday for yeah. a blue bonnet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got there at 8 a.m. and was paired up with James Lalonde, Kyle LaPointe, and Matt Morris of Rabbit Hole. And so we knocked out some of the bigger flights that had double batches. Uh, so the first thing we did was Imperial IPA. No, mm. no, just regular American IPA, sorry. Imperial came later. Uh, and so like I judged with Kyle first time, and we did eight beers. And then James and Matt did nine beers, and then... We each picked three, and we put that in a six-beer mini best of show, and then we picked three from that to push on to the second round. Uh, man, that's, that is – I thought I knew American IPA pretty well, and I thought I could really pick apart what's good and what's bad about it, but with all the different hops they're coming out with that have wildly different flavors, it's becoming more difficult because it, it's not just you look for the hoppy, piney, citrus, resiny ones, and if it's really hop-forward, then it's good. But now you can have ones that are like melony or just super dank. And to follow the guidelines, as long as that hop is, you know, it's hot forward and it's well represented, then it's a good American IPA. Mm-hmm. So there was one beer that like Kyle had it at 40 and I had it at 24 because it was missing all of those things. But the hop that they did use was well represented. And so that was kind of that was kind of eye opening. Hmm. It's just the, the, the category is evolving. It, it's I mean, it's changed even since just a few years ago. Yeah. Um, Interesting. That was neat. Then we took a little break, and then we did uh, Imperial Stout after that. And then I I was paired up with James Lalonde. And uh, we did the same thing. We judged six. They did six. And then we pushed uh, three from all of those. I'm pretty sure I judged your beer, Chris. I didn't enter an Imperial IPA. No, Imperial Stout. Oh. I'm pretty sure, and I didn't think about it until like after we'd already judged it, because huh. I forgot that you added one. But then I remembered, you know, I saw one of your bottles was down there, and so 
I I did give it a, a, a unbiased review hmm. because I'd forgotten that it was yours. I had meant to just... Did ex- you like it? <laughs> I gave it a 36. I think James gave it a 38. All right. If that is yours, then I'm sorry it didn't go to the second round. Yeah, well, it is what it is. And I think Hopefully it wasn't mine. If, <laughs> yeah. It's going to be funny if it is because you got the sheets back. And if it is yours, then I said, maybe needs another year. <laughs> Which is funny, Oh, my gosh. Because it's been sitting for a while. It's like two years old. Yeah. That's funny. Anyway, okay. all right. Well, let's move on to this beer. Yes, this is actually a beer that we have featured on this podcast previously. Yes. Um, it was on the California Common episode. And uh, we actually mentioned that style in the style comparison for alt beer, that it's you know that there are some similarities, and so that's one of the reasons why we had this back then. But now that it is actually the alt beer style, we're featuring it again. So if you'd like to hear our thoughts on that last time, you can go to our website, brewstyles.com, click on Feature Beer, then click on Alaskan Brewing Amber, and it takes you right to the episode. And you can look at the timestamp, go straight to the beer. It's great. It's love it. It's tremendous. We have, we have all the best websites. All, yeah, the best, all the best oh, beers. Yeah. All the best beers. Some Always. of them are not the best, but that's okay. Alaskan Amber from, obviously, Alaska. Um, it's a alt-style ale, even says on the label. Best by May 13th, 2017, so it's quite fresh. 5.3% alcohol by volume. Get rid of some condensation here on the glass to see its brilliant clarity. Holy oh, crap. It is really yes. clear. Like super orange, like a bright. It's a amber colored. Let me hold up to the, yeah. the real light. Change your perspective. Yeah, it's the same color, actually. Oh. Roughly. Yeah. So, very clear. Um, it had a nice off-white head that is still very persistent. Definitely smelling some of the toasty breadiness. Yeah, I'm getting some of the malty sweetness, too. Yes, to both of those. Any caramel notes, maybe? Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Not the first thing that I would think about. But no. Uh-uh. What else? Hops are fairly not there. <laughs> fairly not there. Okay. That works. Is fairly not a technical Sorry. term? Just like the technical tap? Yeah. I mean, might be a little bit of floral notes, but otherwise it's just... Okay. It's not a hop forward style. I so have a question. Yeah. And if what hops are in there, are there, are there the sage, sazor... <clears throat> Cesar, Cesar hops. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. Um, so my question is: Is why do they put that it's an amber on the bottle? Because it's amber colored. But see, wouldn't that confuse people? Maybe. Maybe thinking that it's an American amber. It's also an alt style ale. Well, I know. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Wouldn't is that, that is that one of those Appalachian things? Like you can't actually call it a Kolsch, and you can't actually call it an alt. If it's not from Dusseldorf. No, I don't believe so. I think it's 100% a marketing technique that for the person who typically reaches for an amber colored beer like Shiner or whatever, they see this, oh, okay, I'll grab that. Hmm. They don't give a rip that it says alt style ale. But for somebody like us that actually knows the styles, like, okay, amber, oh, alt, okay, so this is an alt beer. I think it's 100% a marketing thing. Okay. okay, so uh, in the style comparison and the last time we drank this, we were talking about California Common. So what are the similarities and what are the differences that you pick up? If you can think back that far. Think back. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I 
my god <laughs> nice job sawyer thank you i'll always be there all right let me reread the style comparison for this style alt beer more bitter and malty than international amber lager somewhat similar to california common okay both in production technique and finished flavor though not an ingredient i think i think that this is more sweet than the california common i would agree um this is kind of like a very weak munich dunkel See, I was going to say that exact same Actually, thing. Actually, in flavor and in color. I was going to say, this lighter. This more reminds me of a Martzen, in a way. It's it's too bready and chocolatey, I think. Uh, with this particular beer, I don't think so. I, I would gravitate more towards the Munich Dunkel idea. Now, I'd like to point out that I haven't talked about this beer in a long time. <laughs> but Except a couple of weeks ago, whenever we did the Power Hour 2.0. Oh, okay. True. I haven't <laughs> so religiously talked about it. It hasn't in a been long as long time. as you think it has. Uh, it's been a long time for me, <laughs> but it it reminds me a lot of Hackershore. <laughs> it does. I mean, it's got the, the sweet quality to it. It's lighter tasting. I think this is not a medium bodied beer. Actually, this because the first time I tried to brew a Munich Dunkel, it was not very good. It was not nearly as bready or chocolatey as i wanted it was closer to this i think because it had hints of it but it was it was thinner and it wasn't as strong flavored hmm. so maybe maybe well, i brewed an alt beer by accident when i when we talk about Munich Dunkel, i compare it back to the flint's burger you know well yeah that one's like to the extreme which is fantastic oh it's tremendous love that beer everybody yeah, are we not you. at the tasting part yet oh we've been there yeah we've been talking about it Okay. <laughs> you were the one that said watered down Munich Dunkel. Do you remember? Yes. <laughs> but I was talking about the aroma. Oh, I thought oh. you were talking about the flavor. I was talking about the flavor. My bad. That's what it tastes like to me. Yeah, it does. Um, in the the California Common overall impression, it was a lighty... Uh, I'm sorry, a what? <laughs> a lightly fruity beer with a firm grainy maltiness. Interesting toasting caramel flavors. Those are the same. And showcasing rustic traditional American. Showcasing. Oh man, traditional American <laughs> hop characteristics. Sorry, characteristics. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow, good job, Travis. <laughs> yeah. See, if you were to hand me this, I would confuse it with a Munich Dunkel. I wouldn't. I oh no, it's way it. too light for that. Oh yeah. Oh no, Munich but, Dunkels can be on the light side. It doesn't have to be dark. I still think this is closer to a Martin for me. This one, at least. The next one's probably going to be different, but yeah, this one for sure reminds me a lot of a Martin. I like the nice, sweet flavors that you get. Yep. Um, a little bit of chocolate, but not a whole lot. Yeah. That's that's pretty restrained. Uh, as far as, like, fruity notes, I'm not pulling a whole lot of that as compared to the California Common Style. Right. I agree. Like, the Anchor Steam Beer, that was the one that... Was the big time California common right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the which California actually common. Actually, I thought about picking that one up for style comparison, but oh well. Since we'd had it like two different times on the podcast, I didn't figure we didn't have it a third time. But yeah, this is good. I like this. It's a nice, easy drinking um, table beer. I guess it's not rel- It's it's not super low alcohol, but it's relatively low. Yeah, five something percent. Is that not what you said? Yeah. 5.2, I believe. Yeah, so five it's, three. it's fairly low. 
when you're talking craft beer, everything seems to be pushing the six seven yeah. percent. Oh yeah. Um, and so in Dusseldorf, this would be their session beer. It's yeah. Just, like it said at the time, it was just known as beer. This is what it was. I think this would go great with like a uh, a blackened chicken, mm, yeah, or, or something like that, or Texas Day Brazil. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was really good. <laughs> you know, ever since Iron Mash, I've been thinking more about food pairings. It's black and chicken, because <laughs> that was one of the things that we talked with Vicky uh, at length about. Yeah, uh, I don't. It didn't really make it onto the the episode because I think we turned the mic off at that point, but. Uh, it they, might have. I it think part have. of it. Part of it did. Because um, I know I talked with her about it some more, and then I went and talked with Matt Westlake. Because I didn't know this, but he's a like a certified. I don't know if that's a thing. He went to chef school. Oh yeah, that's a thing. So it's like a certified chef. Um. So I she sent me over there to talk to him, and I talked with him about food pairings a little bit too. And I don't know. I think that's a really cool, a really cool. You know, another layer to drinking craft beer is, you know, what what food can I pair this with to really bring out the flavor of both yeah, the beer and the food? I've got a guy, another guy we can talk to about that who is an amazing cook. I mean, oh my gosh. And actually, you know him, but I'm not going to mention his name right now. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So, poundability on this one, I guess. My poundability rating. <laughs> 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 that's my favorite part of the whole thing is a rrr, 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 rrr. yeah <laughs> i would give this like an eight yeah i i would say that too i think i'm right along with you guys an eight because it's very smooth um there are a little bit of you know sweet flavors you yeah. know um the maltiness would kind of make it less than a 10 but uh-huh. I mean, other than that it's not overly carbonated yeah. it's not high alcohol it's you know yeah i'm surprised this didn't make it on the list of uh, commercial example possibilities well it might not be indicative of the style i don't know yeah everything that they listed we cannot get or don't see at least in our area yeah because mm-hmm. it was just like beer after beer like never heard of it never heard of it what the heck i can't pronounce that uh, so that kind of stinks but maybe those are all dusseldorf ones and so, All the more reason for us to take a trip to England and Germany and do some podcast recordings there. I couldn't <laughs> agree more. I'm down. Frühling Stark here. Let's do it. <laughs> Coming up next week, we travel to England. No. <laughs> oh, I wish. Get some good fish and chips. <laughs> Scotland. Oh, man. Think about a brewery tour. There are definitely some bad hombres here today. <laughs> Think about how fun a brewery tour in Europe would be. Oh, that'd be fantastic. We could we could do that for months and not hit everything. Oh yeah. <laughs> Someone should pay us to do that. There you go. Let's we're get super some... excited. We got our new fermenters in. They were made in eighteen seventy two. All right. Let's move on. What's next? Well, Chris, I'm glad you asked. Um you You're really welcome. did ask this time. So I did. You're welcome. Um up next is the uh Turtle Power. Blackberry Alt Beer. T-U-R-T-L-E Power. Uh, Heroes in a Half Shell. Turtle Power. And it's happily brewed and canned by Martin House Brewing in Fort Worth. Does it say that or did you make that up? Well, it says it's brewed and canned by. I added happily. Oh, how do you know? I don't know. Maybe they disdain bottling or canning. I don't know. 
The machine does it for him, I'm sure. Anyways, uh, this is a 7% ABV and uh, 40 IBUs, according to Untapped. I'm not sure how true that stuff is, but we'll see. AVB? Yes, AVB. There you go. Uh, Not brilliantly clear. Yes, actually quite murky. Fairly murky and can't really see through it. I imagine the color is about the same. It's like a maroon color. But it's... It's probably the blackberry. Black. Black. Yeah, it's a little darker, murky. It's black. Berry. Ooh, I get a lot of blackberry in the aroma. I don't. Really? Yeah. How do you miss it? Dingleberries. That's what he gets. <laughs> <laughs> Who said dingleberries? It was you. Me? Dingleberries. Yeah, it was you. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I get something sweet, but it's not blackberry. Blackberries are more tart sweet. I get a tart smell. Mm. L- smell carefully. <laughs> Wise word. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't work. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I get something kind of sweet. Not necessarily fruity, though. Yeah, it's more like a cereal fruity. Like, I don't want to say fruity pebbles, but <laughs> it's along those lines. Like Captain Crunch berries. <laughs> I really enjoy this beer. Have y'all tasted it yet? Yeah. Okay. It's a lot more bitter than I expected. It's a little bit more bitter, yeah. Captain Crunch is just a bunch of... Balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's oops all berries. <laughs> We have some balls over there. We do. Balls. <laughs> I forgot those balls are there. Yeah. Are you Mariani's eat? balls. <laughs> I was going to say Eddie's, but okay. Baby making is hard. Anyway, back to the alt beer. Actually, I think it has to be hard to... Never mind. Oh, back no. to the alt beer. Oh, no. I, I'm pretty Eddie. Are you? Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> that would be a yes. <laughs> I'm quite pleased with that. There's something a little, I don't want to say off, but different about this, especially compared to the last one. Off. it. Uh, it's more medium-bodied, for one thing. More medium. More medium. <laughs> As opposed to less medium. Well, yeah. I mean, they always say medium low to medium. Why can't we say something like that, too? Full-bodied and malty. <laughs> <laughs> Travis is going nuts with the drops today. Uh, the fruit is there for sure. I don't eat a whole lot of blackberries to begin with. Me neither. I love blackberries, but like this, this reminds me of like a a muffin. But you usually have muffin blueberries top. and muffins, right? Not blackberries and muffins. Uh, you can have a blackberry muffin. Yeah, this is kind of like. It's kind of like a, a fruit muffin because you got the grainy kind of, I mean, I keep thinking about breakfast when I'm drinking this. Maybe it's because Martin House does Daybreak and that's that's the breakfast beer, the uh, ubiquitous one. But I'm... See, it's just, it's too bitter. I think if the bitterness level were a little bit lower, the sweetness of the blackberry and the malt would come through better. It, it's, I don't know. It's like a blackberry muffin with malt jelly on it or some or hop jelly or something it's just too bitter hmm. or yeah hoppy butter or something i don't know <laughs> bitter butter 
Ooh, there's your next million dollar idea. Bitter, 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 bitter butter. butter. I can't believe it's not hops. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all are losing it. You can make the whole line for the craft beer enthusiast. There you go. Am I the only sober one here? No, I'm sober. I'm just oh, I'm okay. feeling extra punny today. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think everybody in here is drunk. <laughs> Somebody in the back room. <laughs> so, yes, he knew it. Anyway, um, I think this beer is good as shell. Oh, God. <laughs> we would like to formally apologize to all of our uh, <laughs> viewers, which we have none right now. <laughs> or our listeners. I don't remember what I thought about this last time. <clears throat> this time it's kind of eh. I really like this beer. This is one of my favorites from these guys. This beer, Daybreak, um, what's the pepper beer that they do? Salsa, Salsa Verde. Verde. Yeah, I like that yeah. one a lot. Mm-hmm. That's all about the Imperial Texan. That one's good, too. I really like that one, too. That's... I like all the beer, really. I think the one that's probably at the bottom of my list is the Gateway Blonde. Was that the one that they changed from XPA, or that is the XPA? All right, so let's make that blonde blow today. That's why he doesn't like it. Yeah. All right, so poundability on this one. My poundability rating. <laughs> this one's going to be a little more difficult to pound mm. uh, because the bitterness, but mainly the bitterness, which I, I agree with you. That's that's something that I wish would be a little less. Mm-hmm. I like I like the fruity flavors. I like how it melds with the the obvious malt base to it. Because you got that the bready cereal note, um, but yeah, it's just a little too too high on the bitterness. So I'm gonna put this about a five. I was thinking like a six. So yeah, what's wrong with you guys? I'm going at seven. <laughs> we got a five, six, seven. A seven. Yeah, I do find myself liking the majority of the Martin House beers that I have. Um, you know, even though. Their mantra is kind of like, if we're going to do something, we do it big and over the top. Yeah. And that really works for a lot of the things they do. What was the smoked beer they put out that had like 10 different things in it? Uh, Kafka-esque. Kafka-esque? Kafka-esque. I remember that. I liked that one. That one was good. Uh, Pretzel Stout's good, although kind of salty. They come out with more beers than I can keep up with now. Because every time I go to Total Wine, there's like three or four cans up there that I've never heard of. Yeah. They got like a Friday IPA out now that I haven't I tried. I tried that one a couple weeks ago. It was really good. I liked it. Um, Hibiscus Saison. We liked that one. That was pretty good as far as their new stuff. They still have an that Imperial Stout. That really sweet, too. Uh, they have an Imperial Stout I've never touched. It starts with an A. It's like called Atrion, Atrion, something. But uh, they've really ramped up their production in the past couple of years. The Cuvée Pumpkin. That one's really good. Oh, yeah. It was like the latte. Yeah. Salty Lady, we all really like. They have that whole line of Cellarman's Reserve IPAs. Yeah. Uh, Box Lighter's good. Too. The Riverhouse Saison's good. Sugar and Spice. The Barley Wine. Have not had the Rubberneck Red. Coffee S was good. Mind on My Money. We've had that one. Yes. The Strong Ale. The Counterclockwise Swirl. That one was fantastic. Uh-huh. Hibiscus Saison, Salsa Verde, Juice, 
It's a session IPA. I've not even seen that one around yet. Septemberfest, Hell Below, Icheron, uh, Cuvée, Friday IPA, Oatmeal Hef, Queen of the Mist with Tart Cherries. It's another Goza. That one sounds really good. Actually, I've had that one. Yes. I got a glass for that. Uh, Big Hoppa IPA. They call me Big Hoppa. Sea Witch. I knew you were going to Another Goza. Thunder Horse. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I haven't had a good portion of that. Yeah. I don't know how many of those are actual releases and not just like a brewery only... Hey, we got they a keg had, of this. That yeah, we they had with. all the stuff on a tap had labels. Yeah. So, hmm. anyway. Okay. All right. Well, um, I guess we can move on to mine. So, I brought the Strangeland Ale Mania, but it's with two N's. So, I don't know if it's Ale Mania, Ale, what, whatever. Yes. So, why are you raising your hand, Sawyer? I have a question. Okay. <laughs> uh,. Let's see. Hey, I have a question. I have a non-related <laughs> question. Can I ask the stupid question? How strange is this land? <laughs> well, it's Austin, Texas. So oh, uh, pretty strange. So it's weird, not yeah. strange. It oh. says keep Austin. The shirts they say keep Austin weird. Okay. Oh, it says right here naturally conditioned in the bottle. So awesome. <laughs> well, I got some of the bottom. You got some of the chunks. Bottom. Um, where's the bottle? So it's four and a half percent. 35 IBUs, and it says, Welcoming Old World and Teutonic. Whatever that means. So, there you go. This is a Strangeland Brewing Ale Mania. All right, well, let's uh, take a look-see. Let's check it out. Check it out! Still pretty hazy. Cloudy, murky, whatever you want to say. Uh, Maybe slightly darker. So, check it out! (laughs) I really can't believe I did that. I don't even remember saying oh that. My gosh. Can you play that again, That's please? That's on the outtakes No, episode. please don't play. So check it out! <laughs> God. Yeah, anyway. Is like murky. Sawyer's is probably muddy. Look at the bottom I of can my see it. Can orange. you see that? Yes. Look There's at the bottom. Chunks. Oh, yeah. His is gross. It's very strange. I have floaties. <laughs> I, well, they're not floating right now. They, I've they're got sinkies. sinkies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, has anybody bad. smelled it yet? No. Take a whiff. Foamy whitehead. Oh, small bubbles. It's sour. Yeah, I agree with that. It's got <sighs> some tart notes to it. <clears throat> like like extremely. Did they mean for this I to be sour? I don't know. Hmm. Let me let me do a little uh, research on this. Ooh, yeah, like tart. This uh, Brett tart fruit kind of does have like a Brett aroma, like the the dry. Okay, it's got so, a Brett flavor to it. All right, here here's the details. It says Elmania is crafted in the old world German alt beer tradition from a time before lager yeasts were discovered. German hops impart hints of clove and pepper, and light malts bestow a character of freshly baked bread. Almania takes you back to a time when full-flavored, yet straightforward beer was the standard daily drink. Bretonomyces. 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 Did that say anything about sour? No. No, maybe there's something wrong with this beer then. However. But you taste it, it's not sour, it's it's more along the lines of bread. However... When you look on Untapped under the flavor profile, which I guess is something new that they have added, 
It says malty, sour, light, sweet bread. That's interesting because this is not in the style at all. And this is not very oh wow by base style. Cody Martin is drinking this right now. Oh, we should just checked into it after do, Travis. Does anyone have his phone number? Oh, hold on a second. You gonna message? Did him? you not check into it yet, Travis? Elmania? Yeah. Um. Well, on. I feel like a boob. Why, Travis? You checked into this on May seventh, twenty fifteen. So Cody Martin's not drinking this right now. No. Dang it. At World of Beer, Cody Martin checked into it on June fifth, twenty. I feel like a boob. So, because okay, so this new untapped thing is freaking me out because I'm reading this and I scroll down, I see Cody Martin, and then I scroll down, I see Travis Pollen. IDK. No, but Brew Styles uh, untapped checked into it just now, three minutes ago. Let me refresh. That's the one that I use whenever we're on recording. Oh, well, there's Brew Styles right there. Yeah, three minutes ago. Yeah. Anyway, so Travis, you've had this before. At World of Beer. Yes. Yes. So this would have been. Uh, whenever they kind of made their breakout into our market. And so one of their reps brought a bunch of kegs up in his car and they served it there at water market, just had a, a flight and all of them were completely shook up and just, they were all cloudy. They all shook up. <laughs> oh man. So that was my first <laughs> introduction to them, but it wasn't the best. Uh, I guess they didn't put their best foot forward because of that. I don't really remember specifics about any of them, to be honest. And what we have in our glass right now isn't an alt beer. No, it's far from it. It's a Breton. It's a Brett. Uh, how, how can I combine the two names? Brolt beer. Jeez. Oh, well, uh, you gave it a 2.25. Do you print? On Untapped the first time you had it. It says, looks shaken up. So, ah, see? To our viewers, right. if you have not downloaded Untapped and you're an avid beer drinker, you should definitely download it. Yep. So you can remember what you liked and what you didn't like. You can search for us. Uh, we have the Brew Styles. Follow us on Brew Styles. Yep. Yeah. It's it's really a great app. You know, and you can see what all your friends are drinking and where they're at and they're drinking. So yep. you can go hang out with them. Or go to our website, brewstyles.com, click on the about, <laughs> and then yeah. click on the untapped icon. Boom. Straight And to make us. sure to visit us at facebook.com slash brewstyles. There you go. Anyway, we're on Twitter, um, we're on Instagram, but we don't do anything on Instagram stuff. And we are everywhere. We're on Google. No. Be sure to subscribe. <laughs> okay, so the other strange land beers that we've had, I enjoyed. Not sure about this one. All right, so the entire porter that we had. Uh, I liked. I gave it a four out of five. What's well, better than like it's just a portion of it? And the Bishop's Gate, the barley wine. I gave it a three and a half, so that's pretty good. I if I if I like it, it's automatically above a three. If I don't, I just put it below a three. So I I have liked everything that they've done. This one's more strange land than the other strange lands. Yeah, I'm. I'm a little unclear about the the wild element of this because in the label description it doesn't seem to be um yeah, I desired or intentional, I guess. I mean, if you're going to put 
something else in it. Make it clear on the bottle. Because when I see this Strangeland Alemania Alt, not Brett Alt or Sour Alt or Funky Alt or something. Oh, we had this at our BGCP class. A little misleading. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Craig checked into it in October of 2015. Are you sure that was the class then? BJCP class two, sample one, alt beer. He wrote in the comments. Strange. I wonder if something happened with this batch then. Because I just noticed on here it says batch two. So I don't know if that was a long time ago. Good I have question. no idea. Maybe this is an old bottle and there was something weird with the bottling. But then the untapped flavor profile said sour. So maybe other people have gotten the same batch and got the sour thing and, and thought that that was supposed to be part of the Are those pretty recent profile. comments? Uh, no, I switched over to the global ones to look at the recent ones. 19 hours ago, some guy said um, mineral water is the flavor I'm getting now. Then There's something off then. Uh, still learning the style malty sour-ish. That was... Yesterday. Okay. No, maybe not then. Unless he got an old bottle from Total Wine, just like I did. Well, where where was he? he you know, I'm a sour really fan. It's Brett, but not. I'm a sour fan. It's Brett, but I don't care. I'm not a fan of this one. I know you don't like Brett. That's why I kept saying that. No, I don't mind Brett. I like Brett just fine. Fredo's the one that doesn't like He's a Brett. very nice guy. He's tremendous. I met him several times. He's pleasant. I don't have an issue Good with people. Brett. I like all sour beers. I like them. This one I don't. That's not what you said in the past. Huh? But okay. I have never liked Brett beers. I just I don't get it. I don't understand it. They're not my go-to sour, but I don't mind them. This one sour. I just it's a wild. I like beer. Brett makes nothing sour. Brett makes it funky. Funky? Yeah. Makes it wild. Do that funky monkey. This is strange. Land. Yeah, I don't know if it's intentional. <laughs> it's not an alt beer, and I don't I don't personally like it. I'm glad we finished with this one and not starting something else. Yeah. <laughs> so out of the three, my favorite one would be the Alaskan Amber, I think. Hands down. Uh, I agree. Alaskan's was my top out of the three we had today. Yeah, you're right. But you were... All smiles at the Turtle Power. No, I don't get me wrong. I love the Turtle Power, but to style, yeah. Oh, I wasn't even talking to style. I'm just saying I in am. general. I am. That <laughs> that was probably the closest one to style. Okay. Fair enough. So, that one was tremendous. I guess we should do Panabili on this one. Yeah, probably so. Five palatability rating. <laughs> Three. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, four. Three as well. Oh, I thought he was going for the cheesy balls. <laughs> Travis wants to put some balls in his mouth. <laughs> no, he's going for the uh, the classic, the original, the beer Bible. Jamil's brewing classic styles. Jamil, yes. Yeah, we haven't talked about a homebrew recipe in a while, so I thought it would be applicable. Alt-typical for us to do today. Oh, jeez. So, uh... I'm sure he's got an alt beer style in there. Yeah, he's got Northern German alt beer, which uh, he has decided to name alt.beer.recipe. So, kind of 
kind of funny. A little punny. Yeah, looking for a 4.7% alcohol beer, which would be, uh, we're looking at Pilsner, Continental Pilsner Malt, Munich Malt, uh, Carafa Special 2, Care Munich, 60L, and Pale Chocolate Malt. Hmm. So all of those you're going to mash at 152 for a 90-minute boil because of the Pilsner malt. Uh, hops, one edition Magnum at 60. And then the yeast would be either White Labs, Dusseldorf Alt, obviously, uh, Y yeast, German Ale, or Fermentus uh, Safe Lager S23. Fermentation notes. This is fermented at 60 degrees. And then allow the beer to lager for at least four weeks before bottling or serving, <clears throat> which seems I mean, pretty pretty up to middle for uh, an alt beer. Mm-hmm. You want to ferment, cool, and lager if you can to just kind of ease things up. I have not made that recipe yet. I would like to, yeah, but I do not have lagering capabilities yet. Hoping to get that within the year. It's kind of in the long-range plan. Unless we have kids, and then that all goes to the window, and I'm just screwed. <laughs> Mine's a motorcycle. So, uh, thanks for joining us for our latest episode of Brew Styles, where we talked about the alt beer. Mm-hmm. Be sure to join us next week when we uh, decide to go Scottish. Go Scottish? Go Scottish. Okay. Cheers till then. You know, I'm going to brew an alt beer and name it Alternative Facts. Yeah. <laughs>